It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, let's go to Grant Drinkwater and his son. Wow. About to play in a Super League Grand Final at Old Trafford, the home of Manchester United. Good morning, mate. And how are you feeling uh, less than 24 hours out from the big game? Uh, yeah, good, Steve. Thanks. Um, thanks for having me on, Dave. Yeah, very, exci- very excited about the game. Um, early start, 4am, so, yeah, it'll be good. You just got swamped by our technical team uh, with a bit of quick microphone technique. It was like uh, JT interviewing us <laughs> on the grand final. <laughs> Somebody give him a microphone. That was one of the highlights of the oh, night. Wow. Hey, so we, we caught up with Josh Drinkwater for uh, MBN TV uh, via Zoom. He was about to fly into Manchester. And have you spoken to him today so far? No, no, we'll ring him uh, early there morning sort of thing and wish him luck. And, yeah, so they flew in. We're going to Old Trafford to have a look around the ground and get their bearings. They can't actually train there beforehand. But, um, yeah, so all good. What a shame you and the family can't be there. Yeah, we would, have, we would have been gone on probably Saturday or Sunday morning last week. We'd have flown straight out. So yeah, exciting, exciting times, Grant. When you consider, you know, he's gone over there looking for an opportunity and um, to play alongside a guy like James Maloney, who has obviously had premiership success. He's obviously made a big difference to the club there. Although they've been there or thereabouts over the last couple of years. Yeah, look, they've been around the around the mark. Um, Steve McNamara has come in and coached them and probably set in a lot of good programs. And you know, at Catalans, I think used to be like a bit of a holiday resort for the players when they go there. You know, trot on the beach. Josh says it's like yeah. living on living at Terrigal. He lives across the road. And you're in beach. France, like yeah. seriously. Yeah. So, so. Uh, so Josh made his NRL debut with St George Illawarra. I, I think he spent a little bit of time at the West Tigers, but he's played well over a hundred games in the UK Super League, including at Catalans on two occasions. Yeah, he went. He come back here. I think it was 2017. Played for West New South Wales Cup. Uh, Catalans weren't going real good. They come searching for a halfback, and he was he was probably the best player in the New South Wales Cup at the time. Mm. They were leading the comp. Uh, he went over there, um, and that was the year they won the Challenge Cup. Uh, I tell you, he has been absolutely outstanding. He was he was man of the match in the semi final against Hull Kingston Rovers. Yeah, man of the match. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, and I love the fact that there is the English Super League over there because there's so many players in our game that, for whatever reason, may miss out on the opportunity here, right, to play at that top level. And it's not whether he should or shouldn't be there or isn't good enough. He obviously is good enough, but for whatever reason, the timing wasn't right. He's got that opportunity over there, and now he's blossomed and actually grown into one of these players. He can make, you know, have a great career over there, um, earn some good money while he's over there and whatever else, and have some amazing experiences. Yeah, look, I think the life experience is probably the the good part. You know, um, obviously not being able to travel over there for a while has, has sort of hurt a little bit, but, you know, he's seen all parts of Europe and London and, you know, it's been fantastic for him. I suppose the good thing with the game on the weekend, his brother, older brother lives in London, so 
he's on the on his way up oh. to Manchester for the weekend to watch the game. So at least you'll have someone there to watch the game. Uh, tell us your thoughts about they're playing the the, the mighty Saint mm-hmm. Helens, and a little later in the show we'll have Dave Fairley uh, joining us, and of course, yeah, he uh, he made their team of the team of the century, was mm-hmm. it? Like that's how yes. good, that's how good Dave Fairley was. And he only had two seasons, I believe. There, something like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely incredible. But uh, St Helens, they're going for three in a row. Is that correct? And tell yeah. us more about their team. Yeah, look, they're they're a fantastic footy side. They're so so physical and everything about them. You know, like they got they got a front row Adam Wormsley, who you know is probably a bit old to come out here now, but he he could be he could play NRL. He's six foot five. He's mobile. He's aggressive. Um, you know. Lachlan Coote plays fullback. Hmm. Um, you know, they've got... Um, who else they got? Sione Mataudia. Mataudia. They've got Kevin Naguama. They've got Tom Makinson, who got Player of the Year. So he's, he's all those names that are familiar you to know, so, our listeners, yeah. you know, yeah. because they're ex-NRL players who just, for whatever reason, didn't quite get the chance well, here. Or... Uh, uh, Joel Thompson's there, and I don't think he's making their 17 to play in the game. Yeah, yeah uh, well. And I'll, I'll tell you who's in Catalan's side, so he's playing alongside Josh and also James Maloney. Sam Casiano yeah. is coming off the bench, and he's been a superstar. Sam Casiano changes the game for the Catalans when he comes on. He is, we well, you know, you know how oh, big he's a monster, he is, yeah. And yeah. He's, he's speed. He, just, he picks out the small guy and just barrels over the top of them. So, yeah, when, when Catlins get a bit tired and he comes on, he really lifts the intensity for the team. Has Josh spoken to you about uh, the vibe, like in Perpignan, uh, where, you know, they're on the verge of creating history. They're underdogs in this game, even though they beat them 31-30 about a month ago in a, in a golden point thriller. But this is their chance to create history. Yeah, they got four plane loads of spectators flying over for the game. Um, they they love their footy in that part of the world. You know they they had thirteen thousand there at their semi final their preliminary final last week, and she said there was flares, there was fireworks, and they were all in the street. That at the end of the game, they'd spectators jumping the jumping the fence to get on the ground. Oh, how good's that? See, that's the old days, mate. The old days. So, yeah, how long has he been over there for? Uh, f- at France. Yeah. Well, he went there twenty seventeen. Yeah. Left and went to Hull KR for a year footy politics, and then went back to Catlands. So he's been there too and just re-signed for another two. Yeah, and, you know, this would be cream on top, wouldn't it? Because the Challenge Cup is big enough, but to win a Super League title is no doubt the highlight of the career. Yeah, yeah, we were lucky to actually be at the Challenge Cup final. We were over there. We were going to a friend's daughter's wedding in Spain, and we were on holidays, and we watched the semi-final in Barcelona. And when they won the game, we're just sitting there and we're thinking, how are we going to get to the game? So we finished up getting there. So that was, yeah, that was amazing to go to Wembley and actually watch the game. And Mm. you walk down the arcade to get into the the ground and we sort of got off out of our Uber and walked down the the bottom and there's a big poster of Josh (laughs) on the side of the wall (laughs) at Wembley and you just think, my God, that's the boys made it. Do you know last week on last week on the SEM Facebook page we put up about some of the great sporting families, and it was remiss of me. I didn't put the Drinkwater boys, but you know you must be so incredibly proud of of both of your boys, Josh, who's done amazing things in the UK, but also Scotty, who's you know battled away and is a, a fantastic half at Far North Queensland with yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's all about getting a break, I suppose. That's all. It's all, you know they. Scotty had a really year twelve at school. They, their school side was unbelievable. They won University Shield. They won mm. the New South Wales Touch competition. You know, he made 
Australian schoolboys, you know, got made New South Wales schoolboys, got player of the match in the grand final. So Jeff Coronius was the coach Terrigal, of that, yeah. at Terrigal High School, yeah. 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 Jeff, he now coaches the men's opens odds take. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I spoke to Tony Clark this week and he said with, uh, with Josh, you know, he's had to scrap his whole way to get an opportunity and some clubs, for whatever reason, he wasn't the right fit for them. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Clark, he's good friends with Nate growing up. They played together and Tony coached them and whatever. So, yeah, look, things happen in footy, you know. It is. That's life. And and like I said, this goes back to what I said before about, you know, someone like Josh getting that opportunity over there. And there's plenty of other players, those names that you mentioned, who just for whatever reason just couldn't get the break they needed here. They've got it over there and it's great for them. I do want to touch on uh, the performances of Scott because I think he's been outstanding up at uh, North Queensland. And and to be honest, he's probably been a one-man band. Um, They've lost a lot of players in recent years. And, you know, you look at... You know, the Melbourne Storm and the players that they've lost, you could probably make the comparisons with a player like JT, with a player like um, uh, Michael Morgan, just struggling to recover from that. But Scott well, has well, certainly two, been. Two legends, Buttes. Yeah, correct. But Scott has definitely been a shining light in that side who has definitely struggled throughout the year. Um, I guess it's a big challenge for him going forward into the next season uh, to get this club back to, you know, their glory days. Yeah, look. His last couple of months, I I tell everyone that it wasn't. His last couple of months just wasn't good footy. But I, he lost a lot of confidence because I think he was playing with. He had four different halfbacks. He probably had four or five different hmm. centres to play with. So you just don't get that continuity in your attack and in your in your defensive patterns and whatever. So it's interesting. You know, you talk about that. That the, the consistency and people will may not see this at home or understand it. But you know, you look at a Penrith side. You look at a uh, a South Sydney side, they'll have the same players in positions week after week after week and make those minor adjustments when they need to. And it's the time they spend at training to get those combinations right, that cohesion, the, you know, the, just to ensure that everybody is on the right page. It makes such a big difference. Yeah, I think Michael Morgan retiring early in the year really hurt him because, you know, he trained all year at halfback. So then they sort of went to... Jakey Clifford who tried and then they let him go to Newcastle and Ben Hampton come in and Tories Peck and then they got Tommy Dearden down from the Broncos. Oh. So, yeah, it was just a... Yeah, revolving door oh. and Tal Malolo is in and out. So yeah. one of your strike weapons hasn't played as much footy as, as previous years. So Catalans have had the wood on St Helens this year, including that epic 31-30 match where they were almost 20 points behind. Um, James Maloney looking to go out with a third premiership. Of course, he won with Cronulla in 2016, the Sydney Roosters in 2013. He's a big game specialist. What's your gut feeling on the grand final tomorrow morning around about 4am our time? Oh, look, obviously, you know, St Helens are very, very much a favourite side going for three in a row, as we said, but... That magic round game, you know, 18 points down, four and a half minutes to go to score three converted tries in four and a half minutes and get it to go on point was just unbelievable, you know. Cassiano to catch the ball as a siren sound and then fall over the try line, score a try. It was unbelievable. So, look, they can do it. They've beaten them twice. So, you know, they, they can definitely beat them again. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. I, I asked Josh yesterday if he could speak French uh, and um, he, he... Did he say wee oui, wee? Oui? He told me he's pretty rusty. Uh, what about you? No, I speak no French, but what they did was they, they put him and James Maloney into learn French last year. So they brought a, 
a lady in to teach them French. Well, it didn't go down too well because <laughs> James just wanted to know all well, the swear words. Right? Well, he said, how do I go home and tell my wife she's a good sort? <laughs> he said, that's all I want to do. So, yeah, it didn't go well. And so I think in the end they just gave up. Yeah. What, was it Pepe Le Pew giving them lessons? Or? <laughs> let, let me ask one more quick question, uh, 25 words or less. Do, do you feel like there should be more coverage of what the Aussie boys are doing over there back home here? Oh, look... On Fox League, yeah, I think they could play a lot more. I know they don't televise a lot of games over there. They probably do two or three. Um, I don't think we need to see 74 repeats of NRL 360 and mm. that, you know, th- through the night. I think they could play the games. A lot of a lot of Aussies go over there, and as we said, and play. Um, so, yeah, I can't see why they shouldn't play it, more of the games. It'd be great to have a weekly wrap. That would be awesome if they, they could... They did have one a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago. They got a... Commentator, a female commentator over there, Jess, Jessie, Jess Brooks, I think her name is. She does the games and she's an Aussie and she was doing a weekly rap. Yeah. For some unknown reason, that stopped. Yeah. Hey, great to see you. Good, good luck to the young fella. Uh, boy, I hope they can pull it off. Uh, Josh to win his first premiership with Catalans, creating history, their first premiership since uh, coming into the competition. I think it was back in 2000. Grant Drinkwater, thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, Steve.